Um, I saw Aladdin on Broadway. It was terrible. Yeah. What? Oh. No. Yeah. Prince Ali well, turns out to be merely Aladdin. It's not terrible. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club Podcast, where you are the listener. This is episode 55. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Magro. And joining me today, two dreamy dating doofuses, Dave Grimma. That's me. And Dan Colonna. I'm healthy. <laughs> sure you are, Dan. I'm so healthy. Keep telling yourself. You, this man is the opposite of hot. He's uh, I'm the character <laughs> in your RPG games party that just always has poison. Right now, it's like, oh, we forgot to. F- and you don't, you don't want to use an antidote because it's like you're just gonna. We can make it to the again. next town. That's Every couple of steps, it's like warble, warble. Yeah. No, I like the ones that are like the little bubbles, like yeah. pops out. I like that we're, I like that we're doing this while I'm sick now, because when hopefully when we hear this in the future, I'll be like, ha, what a loser. He was so sick, but right now I'm like, you know what, future Dan, future Dan, you need to back off. Well, we're. Talking about sicknesses because we played a game about the sickness of love. That's Florence, true. I got there. Mm. <laughs> it's <a great> yeah, <laughs> it was quite right. Love it sickness. It was quite the sickness. But before we get there, let, let's check in with the boys. Dave, any love sicknesses you're suffering from? No, not really. But I will tell you um, a quick story. We were watching a movie, my wife and I. We're watching. As you want we were do. watching. She's good. She's doing good. But uh, we were watching The Last Jedi, finally. Oh. You know, and, oh. um, but, but we always watch movies with subtitles on. And she was like, what's the difference between... She's like, why is there English and English CC? I was like, because English CC is closed captions. I was like, oh, I like that better, because that, that tells me how to feel, you know? Because, like, closed <laughs> captions are, like, will be, like, you know, suspenseful music. She's like, how was I supposed to know I was supposed to be in suspense, <laughs> you know? <laughs> But you know what? I actually like those because Molly and I, with when now when she's like sleeping, we'll watch mm. a movie at night. Like we have to put on closed captions because we're keeping everything on. Like I can't hear anything. Yeah. So I like sometimes it's like, oh, this is this oh. is dramatic whispers. Chuckling. Yeah. <laughs> Dra- Dra- dramatic tension. How, how was Wait, I supposed to know? But Tense. did you like your 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 Last Jedi? lead? Did you? Yeah, like I liked it. it. Right. Like, what's the big deal? Why is everyone pooping on this movie? It's just a good Star Wars movie. Am I really the only one who didn't like it? <laughs> well, why didn't you like it? I mean, it's been a while, so I have to pull back. It's been oh, like six okay. months. But mm-hmm. I just remember thinking, like, just the plot was very... I didn't... I guess we can't get it. Should we get a spoiler? Oh, yeah, it's, it's been it's out for a Dave, while. It's Dave, on no, Netflix. Dave, did you get a lot of spoilers? I finally saw it. No, I never experienced any spoilers. So you were surprised at stuff. That's cool. Were you surprised um, about how... I think, no, I knew, I knew, uh, I knew some, someone was going to die. Well, yeah, you know what's actually funny, Mr. Skywalker. That, the that thing at the end was spoiled for me on a Reddit post, and it had nothing to do with it. It was just posted, and everyone on the comments was like, oh, "If this is true, we're gonna be so mad at you." And I remember reading, I'm like, "It's probably not true." It was true. Why? Why? <laughs> why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't? Just, it was literally. It was about like it was like a game that had nothing to do with Star Wars. Yeah. And it was just like Luke dies in the end. <laughs> I was like, "You son of a bitch." Oh. Um, but. I liked no. that it was like for a while it was like going the in that Empire Strikes Back curve, and then in like and then like they jumped straight to the end of Return of the Jedi except with a turn. Yeah. Yes. Like. Yes. Exactly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was glad. Like 
I was like, how long are we going to stretch this out? Like, you know, like, basically the first movie is is A New Hope all over again, mm-hmm. right? So right. I'm Literally. glad that now we're set up to, that the third movie is not Return of the Jedi because you've already right. kind of touched both. Mm-hmm. I just thought the whole, I remember the whole, and again, probably not going to be able to make a great argument because I remember it so perfectly. But it's like the whole plot line with the girl and if she's betraying them, but she's not. Like, that. the whole seems so stupid. It's like if they were just honest with each other, the whole thing going to be avoided. Oh, the girl with you the mean the woman? Hair. Yeah. The captain. I remember thinking it's like yes, they don't trust there you. Are a few, but now we trust you. There it's are like, a few what? plot holes with that <laughs> part of the movie. And Princess Leia sucked into the, the nothingness. I'm that sorry. was awesome. Let me come she's back. Luke's <laughs> sister. The fact that she had never done Jedi stuff up to that point is kind of boring. But even speaking of that, the Luke shoulder brush, I'm sorry. Dude. No, that's not my Luke Skywalker. Mark. I'm sorry. Who's Luke Skywalker do you think he was in the first place? It was just too sassy for him. Like, it's mm. just the tone, the tone of the new ones is, and it's fine, like, He's, this versus no Star Wars, I'm glad more Star yes. Wars is are coming out. More power to people who like them. Fantastic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it just, the tone of them is so like 21st century blockbustery, Like little things like that. Cause it's like, we need to get a laugh here. Or just like a, oh, like, a, like I just see moments that are like specifically okay, made I can, to I get can, I reactions. can understand you not liking the shoulder brush. Thank you. <laughs> I can I understand just, that. But, I just accept But he was, Luke. he was taunting him. Yeah. What do you want? I, I, it just, it's, I felt like, and that's a tr- thing that, like, as a whole, like, I feel like just the tone of the new ones is not what I traditionally like in a Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. But again, these are, these are, this is a new trilogy. This is a new yeah. thing for a new generation. More power to them. I don't know if I'm along for the ride. That's just how well, I feel. I'm, I'm super there. I like mm-hmm. everything, though, so I don't know. Am I, that's am true. I? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like audience. Dan does like everything. Actually, let's, super mar- super, once it's my turn to talk, you know. maybe maybe not. <laughs> well, why don't we stick with you, Daniel? Dan does how, not like it when we don't tell let us him speak. Yes. <laughs> yeah, something he doesn't like. If that tell was a game, I would read it. Currently, or liking or not liking. I don't like games that don't finish. I'm starting to really come around on that fact. Games that yeah, you were having a little bit of a meltdown the other day. Games that aren't like here's the beginning. You're progressing. This is fun. This is cool. Here comes the end. You got a boss coming up. Oh my god, I finished it. Let's move on to Welcome the next to my one. Life. <laughs> Instead of and this happened because No Man's Sky, the new update mm. is out next. Mm. It's fun. It's awesome. It looks gorgeous. It might be more fun if I have multiplayer friends, but it's sure. just there. There was a point where I was playing it. Where I was like, "What am I doing? Like I'm just oh, flying yeah. around in my awesome spaceship on these awesome yeah. planets, but like I." Uh, uh, I mean, uh, see, uh, this is the exact reason I don't pick up comic book series that have no end in sight. Mm. Like, Tra- where, I'm just gonna be. I'm just gonna be there forever. Right. Just, and, and that was. That's I want. A, how... I want a full story. And I'm with you. Actually, did you ever read Old Man, Old Man Logan? No. I Old think Will was talking about it. Yeah. On it on on the game the other day. We gotta we gotta yeah. like, I gotta let you guys borrow my copy. Oh boy, it's fun. But yeah, so I think I'm ready to just play games again, guys. Good. I'm, except games for Harvest that have Moon. A beginning and end. I love playing Harvest Moon. Uh, never ending. Just like, that's good. Because there's there's a satisfying loop. In yeah, it. it's like I need to just not. Yeah, yes, the satisfying yeah. the satisfying loop needs to exist. I have to identify that and mm. stick to it. So you didn't like the the new. Oh no, no the update's Sky amazing. Update. The No Man's Sky update just is everything the game should have ever been. 
But then it made me realize that, like, the goals are so loose. And it's like, you're flying around, and I don't know. It's just Isn't like, it supposed to be a sandbox game? It like is, that? but they also... Uh, yeah, I guess. Speaking of which, sandboxes? Overrated. Whoa. See, who, here, wants here's, play, who wants to play in a sandbox? Uh, okay, so... I, I, <laughs> I think the Breath <laughs> of the Wild sandboxes. is a perfect version of a sandbox game after you're done with it. Like, mm. you can just run around high Because of the physics, you can kind of do whatever. You can have fun, but you've already yeah. played the game. So, like, now it's just like, I like being in this world, and now I can just pick it up whenever. That's great. Mm. GTA 3 yeah. did the same thing, and but, like, oof. I just, I need, I need that structure. On that point, do you think Red Dead's <laughs> Online is going to be, like, a cool sandbox? Uh, have they released a lot about it? No, that's what's interesting. Uh, like, I don't know. In a post-GTA Online world... Because I don't think it's. Ever I just want to do popular. like. I just want to do like train heist. Yeah, and I think there'll be that stuff there. But like, I wonder if they're gonna because it's not gonna be as popular as GTA, but it's gonna be crazy popular. And I just wonder if an old west sandbox has enough, like crazy stuff. So you can't like, you know, ram, you know, like There's the no coolest tank. things like. Yeah, like you know the like, the funny things I like in like GTA. It's like you ever see like those gifts. Yeah, it's like somebody's, you know, in a car and a jet lands and it like hits another car and the car skids off and hits a cop and the cops start shooting somebody like it just sets off this huge domino effect because all these different systems are running like i can't see the i mean they could have like a stampede of bulls or whatever yeah but i just don't think it's so much more limited because yeah. if you think like the wilderness and things like that with animals so i'm curious to see like that's if that's gonna be a sandbox that's like you no know would shake that up a meteorite and just a meteorite a dinosaur. hitting the old way. <laughs> I, had, I had a dream in An my oil rush in my cold coming. in my cold sickness. I had a dream that a meteorite was heading for Maui, where we're going uh-huh. on our honeymoon, and yeah. we were just watching like it go centipedes. very casually. Like there, there goes, there goes that meteorite they were talking about. Crazy, and that was like really bad for Maui. <laughs> so bad. But, <laughs> it's probably gonna. But I remember it being world, like, oh, but... cool, like. <laughs> It's a shooting star. So anyway, but no, I think I think Sam. I think we hit the point though. Let's to go back to sandbox. Is that I think w- there's so many of them now. We're hitting the points like you know, like in the height of um, like Call of Duty, mm-hmm. like in the early Modern Warfare days, like everything was first person shooters. Like I feel like that's kind of we're now getting the tail end of like sandboxes where there's so many expectations for what a sandbox is, and there's so many of them, and they c- command so much time. Mm-hmm. That it's like we're ready for like that's why like I like, you know the uncharted and the things that are more linear and driven. It's like because like what Dan is saying like I like a beginning and like an end and I want you to take me through there. I occasionally like a good sandbox, but sometimes it's like I don't want to spend 150 hours in this thing. I got, I got there's not enough time. But now you got your money's worth. Blah 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 mm-hmm. blah blah. That's right. That's what machine game for podcasts. Yeah, I know, right? Game for podcasts. But speaking of money in your pocket. Because I've been playing something that's kind of... I think, Dan, you mentioned the other day, Moonlighter. Ah. And did you guys hear about this game? I think I, I have, Dan. I have. Yeah. Dave, I, did you hear this I game? I briefly looked it up when you mentioned it, but I don't remember what it was. Please it's tell me like, about it. it, it it's, it's one... I think you appreciate it. It's like one of those games that takes something you know from gaming and like puts a different spin on it. So it's like... You think of like JRPGs where it's like, oh, you go to a town and you go to the merchant and you buy stuff and then you continue sure, on your journey. Sure. But now you're the merchant. So it's like... It's one of our favorite oh. genres on this podcast, the roguelike. Cool. So you like go into a dungeon. It's procedurally generated. You go in there, you grab loot, you get out, 
and then you sell the loot that you get so you have a store and you set the prices for things and then you have to kind of pay attention to well what's popular right now what's not popular how much are people willing to spend on these items so then there's like kind of an economy Wait, you have to so kind of look at people's reactions is the point that you're moonlighting as a dungeon crawler but you're actually as a, a you're like, a, you're you're actually a merchant you're a merchant and like that's where you're getting all your stuff like you but go like, dungeon crawling to get the items he wants to know why the title's moonlighter oh the store is named moonlighter oh yeah, I thought it was because he was moonlighting you go at as night. well. Yeah, yeah, like you go at night and you go into yeah. the dungeons to come out with the items. And it was like, I've been kind of in a weird place with games. Like, I'm not in the mood for anything. And this was finally something I was like, okay, mm-hmm. this is a nice little loop that I can get into. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's pretty fun. Like, there's five dungeons. I got up to the third one. Mm-hmm. But after a while, after probably put like six, seven hours into it, it, it is very much there's not as much growth in it as I was hoping, like from dungeon to dungeon, the numbers and values of things keep going up. But in terms of what the actual gameplay is, it's kind of the same. It's not bad. It's just like, it's not great, but it's, I thought it was a really kind of original idea when you take something like we know. And then I've been playing, and I think Dan's been playing too, the Mega Man X legacy. Oh my gosh. Speaking of good gameplay loops. God. Talk about a a loop to loop. Of perfection, it's it's oh. it, it's a perfect platformer. It's, it's perfect, is it? But I, I was worried it wouldn't age well. I mean, it it it's, it definitely feels like not archaic, uh, but I, I like unforgiving in an old sense. Yeah, like you know, like where placements are. It's like it's hard. It's mm-hmm. it's pretty hard. But I, I actually am surprised how like short it is. Like I only played. I really only got a chance to play like one it? night. Oh, well, I haven't played it since. You can play that game through in like an hour. Yeah, I didn't really like. I played probably about not two if, hours. Not if you want to get the Hadouken. Well, no, literally, you spent like you spent like an hour getting the Hadouken. He's right. It, it really wasn't that bad. Did like, because I rem- yeah, I, I I played for about two hours. I beat all the bosses, got all the E tanks. Is there a medal for getting the Hadouken? Is there a medal? A trophy. trophy medal? No, they're uh, called yeah. trophies and medals. Yeah, there's a there's a trophy. I, I was. Yeah, I'm mad that I. And it's like, why would I do this? Because I want the trophy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it only took two hours to kind of like so I'm about because to go like through. Because you're like me, and you don't know if you can actually beat Sigma at the end without the Hadouken. Oh, I'm, I don't. I, I don't feel like it's easier to beat him without it. I actually, I mean, it's you know what it is. It's like you always go into the fight with the expectation like, I'm going to try to get the Hadouken mm-hmm. off. But you, if you don't, you don't like go use knee tank and like try it again. Like you just fight and then see where you. I mean, I definitely beat his final form without the Hadouken, but like I usually beat the dog. Oh, okay, fair. With the Hadouken? Yeah. Because, like, so, so I yeah, like, waste all my health on this dog. They're so good. And I think I'm going to try to do... I'm not going to do the the later Legacy collection. I'm just going to do one through four, I think. But it's so bad. I heard they're kind of bad towards the end. That's great. you got to play bad video games. Occasionally. But I see... I don't know. Like... I, I definitely going to play through one and two. I I kind of started three, but I never got through three and you four. You just hopping around already? Like little bricks. Did you ever play four? I mean, no, I never played four. Four is dope. I got that far. That's what people say. You can play so zero the whole time. The whole time. The whole time you can play zero the whole game. I, I think I beat I that four in both. Because didn't you choose at the beginning? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. great. I think I beat four as both. Great. X I feel like my appreciation zero. for zero no, has dropped. One of my favorites. And it was cool. <laughs> what was cool about it, if it's, if I'm right, you can tell me if I'm wrong. Dan, I think you're wrong. Is that uh, in f- that 
it's it's not one to one with whose power is the weakness of somebody else's between X and zero and four. Oh, um, I think that's true. I think because you definitely get different moves and they're executed as combos, which I thought yeah, was great. zero's moves are like they're like abilities. They're not just like shots from your gun, right? Like you get the uppercut. <laughs> A flaming yeah. uppercut. It's like, come on. It's so cool. I felt like it's more rewarding to play the game as Zero. It is. And he, he sounds <laughs> well, less annoying, too. He's like, huh? Whereas mm-hmm. X is like, ah! And, you know, like... Yeah, that's what I like. I like the little, ah! Yeah. I like X. But, yes. True or well, false, Mark, you... When you first saw Zero, you thought she was a girl. He was a girl. I still believe he's a girl. And I, <laughs> I would have liked it better if he was there. a girl. Like, but why, yeah, not, why not make that jump? Capcom, <laughs> yeah. Come on, Capcom. You're a coward. 1993. It's it's twenty it's 2018, bro. And also in 2018, this is my segue already. Oh my. We we played Florence as a segue. Oh, it's a main how topic. delightful oh. and, and surprising. Main topic, topic, topic. So Florence, iPhone game or I guess a mobile game, not only iPhone. It always on the Play Android? Store as well. Okay, wasn't sure. I don't know. But uh, I don't know what this game is. Can any any humans tell me about it? You know it? what? Yeah. I'm taking I'm taking the day off. I'm gonna bounce it over to Dave to tell oh. us about this oh. game. I'll tell you. I'm gonna tell you. This is a spoilerful podcast. So if you plan on playing Florence, pause. And come back to us. I this is this in, in my own words. <laughs> uh, Florence is an artistic, fairly dialogueless story about a period of a young woman's life. Experience Florence's metamorphosis. From suppressed, lonely accountant, we'll say, because you don't really know what her job was, to independent artist who finally has a good relationship with her mother. The cocoon mm. of this change is her relationship with Krish, a Middle Eastern cellist who empowers Florence to embrace her dreams. Meanwhile, Florence plays Tiger Mom to Krish to push him to get to more serious about chasing his goals with proper schooling auditions and whatnot. The gameplay centers around the beautifully hand-drawn imagery... <laughs> which usually require you to do different motions on your phone to try and convey emotions that the two are going through, the passage of time, and other minor things to get you invested in the couple. That's pretty much the gist of the game, though. That was pretty good. Yeah. Pretty thorough. Pretty thorough. So let's kind of start with, this is the third uh, phone game? mobile game we played. Uh, not None have really gone over well. That's a pressure, I think. Mark, that's yeah. pressure for this one. They say um, third time's a charm. We'll see. Third, I'm all saying. But... I think for me, like, I, and I, th- one of the big things, like, I liked Sarah's missing, at least in terms of the controls, because it felt very natural with the phone. Old Man's Journey kind of got to me as annoying because it's such a small surface, and I just not, I'm just not used to playing with things on a phone. I thought this was a good mix, but I wanted to kind of start off these things with you guys, like, in terms of your experience with playing phone games, like, I think Dan, if I'm fair to guess, that you probably have played the most mobile games in all of us. I, I, I mean, I guess if you count hours now, I play a lot of Pokemon Go on my walks okay. so so yeah. like comparing that to the switch and stuff like is there a type of genre you think you kind of gravitate to like that's a phone game that's a game i want to play on my phone as opposed to anything else or is it always if it's available on console i always rather oh do that? i'll never like if it's a cross-platform game that also is on the phone it'd have to be uh, i don't think i can think of any examples you'd have to uh, you'd have to know that it that it was like a phone yeah. port i like games you know that I mean? are made like, for the phone that if mm-hmm. I'm going to play it. Like, there's this one game called Punch Quest where, it, like, you, you sit it upright, you hold the phone mm-hmm. like you hold the phone, and then it you just play it. It's like a side-scroller that you kind of play with one hand. 
Mm-hmm. That's good. Well, how do you play with one hand? If it's, it's got simple... There's, like, two controls. Okay. And so, it's like... But you, but you would say, like, if they somehow ported that to Switch, you would definitely play it on the Switch as opposed to or your like, phone. Or, like, why, no. why would I play Fruit Ninja on the Switch? Yeah. If they release like, Fruit Ninja. It's no, too no, simple. That That's too to simple touch. for a console, like, in my opinion. Because it's like, mm. if I'm playing on a console, I want access to all my buttons. I get kind of annoyed when some games, unless it's, like, a an emulator, like, when some games have, like, you have eight buttons on this controller, but you're only going to use three. I get a little... Mm. I get a little salty. A little it's a stupid thing to get salty sorry. about. So, but. Dave, do you to kind of jump out? Do you kind of feel the same way? It's like you need games that are meant for the phone. That like it is strictly touch. Like anything else, you would rather. Yeah, I mean, like it has to be built around like touchscreen for me to want to play it on my phone. Hmm. You know. So I wonder. It's like so with that in mind, and it makes me think of like the PS4 controller with that touchpad on there. Yeah, like I different. really wonder if. Well, how is that different? You're right. Because you're not you're not seeing what you're touching. Yeah, mm, and they whenever it is used, I feel like it's always. It's like the difference between writing on a Wacom and writing on your screen, right? Hmm. See, and it makes me wonder if when they were planning the PS4, if they really were thinking about more mobile ports and stuff like that. Mm. Like to, to, that touchpad is is interesting. Is like has become this kind of relic on the the PlayStation controller for a control that's so awesome. It really from. 95% of games is just the button you press. Hey, I use it a lot in Overwatch do. to check Team Comp. <laughs> yeah, but it's like that idea. It's like it it's just one big button to, to me. Yeah, exactly. Like, it doesn't need to be a touchpad as it is. So, like, I think as and we were kind of talking about Florence, like, controlling-wise, like, I don't play any mobile games. I've played three mobile games, all of them for the podcast. But I do like keeping an eye on it because, you know, for such a popular area where, where kind of games go, whenever something kind of breaks through that mold of like, oh, this is doing something really interesting like this did. Mm. I thought immediately as I was playing it, like the controls made sense to me. I totally understand it. Like you, Dave, like I couldn't imagine playing this on a console because I need to see what I'm doing like mm. on here, like where my finger is. Yeah. So, so, so we kind of get into the story now. So Dave, you kind of give us the description. So as, well, Dan, we'll kind of start with you. So as you were starting to play this, you know, this game is really about a relationship. It's, you know, I think Dave got into, like, where the end relationship kind of ends off. But, like, I know as I was playing it, I was thinking, like, I can't think of that many games that really is just about a realistic relationship. Like, I don't know, is there anything coming? Like, I can't think of any games that, uh, like, there's games that have love in it, but none, none of them mm. that are about, none of the games that I've played that are about, like, here's what a relationship's like. The closest yeah. I can think of is another game we played on the podcast, and that's Emily is Away. Mm. Mm. But that game's that's, all about relationships. It's a very different experience. Right. Yeah. And I was thinking of, like, Catherine, where it's got, like, the puzzle aspects of it, but yeah, really but it's kind of like the, his relationship. Doesn't kind of remove you from how realistic it is? Well, yeah, but it's it, it's trying to, through very surrealist ways, kind of convey something very, a real emotion. I mean, that was a stretch, I know. But they just made me kind of realize I was playing this game, like... There's not that many. You don't know anything about your relationship with Catherine. Well, we know he feels pressured by it. Yeah, but that's it. That's all you got. Yeah, but I think that's about that's a very realistic center on a relationship, as opposed to anything else. I know it's got like the whole thing. There's there's demons, things, and all that. But it just again, it kind of made me realize like there's not that many games, especially because then what else? There's dating sims. But the mm. dating sim is always about, like, this kind of ending of we got the girl. Or, you know, if it's depending on the genders of the characters. It's like a prize that you're kind of getting at the end. Where this, I thought, was such an interesting 
realistic depiction. And I would just wonder, like, I do you think we should see more games like this, or is this something that, as as you were playing it, it was okay, but it was like not what you would look for in a game? Um, I'll start. I like that this game. When I first loaded it up, I was like, "All right, Florence, let's go video game." And then right off the bat, I realized it's just a comic book, an interactive mm-hmm. story. And right. once that was uh, something I realized, I was very into it because mm-hmm. I, I wasn't really looking for a love story that was like a twitchy tapping game. And I was happy to see that kiss, it was kiss, 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 kiss. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was happy to see that it was just like, "Well, we're gonna go on this tale." together and the art is wonderful so let's Mm. let's do that and then the pressure was off immediately and i also it's one of those games that like you know when you first start a game the first thing you sometimes it's so good you're like i gotta call up mark or david depending on which one of you guys listening right now um and tell them to play it like this game is so good off the bat that that was how i felt about this but i wanted Mm. to tell my non-gamer friends to play it I, I I agree that there was there's an appeal that goes outside of gaming. Right. Dave, what about you? They're like, I it's kind of like Dan is kind of I think I kind of see that expectation kind of switch because it really the gaminess is not a lot. It really is an interactive story. Like, did you feel like this was something worthwhile as a topic? I mean, I think it's an interesting place for us to go with games, and I'm be willing to play more games that revolve around the relationship and, and relationships in general. But I, I, I didn't enjoy this game. Oh. Well, that's like, did you feel like it? Cause I think one of the things that I think about it, cause I, I kind of spoilers, I kind of knew you weren't huge on it. Yeah. Like Dan is completely apt when he calls it, it's mm. an interactive story. Yeah. In general, do you think those should be games? Yes, I do. I, I th- and I think what's interesting about uh, Florence is because it's kind of a silent narrative, like you're kind of painting the emotions and you're you're finishing fleshing out these characters mentally, mm-hmm. and that's an interesting part of it for me. I just think that there wasn't that much depth to it. I mean, yeah, it, it is pretty short, and when you yeah. especially think about you're saying like you have to kind of fill it in. Like mm-hmm. I definitely agree with that. Like there, when yeah. you really think about the amount of images, there's a lot, but it's not a huge amount so you do need to kind of impress upon like okay florence my understanding of her based on what i kind of get and you fill in the blanks in between yeah and i I just within like what feels like 10 minutes you go from moving him making room for chris's stuff in your apartment to removing chris's stuff from your apartment right and if this was this big kind of relationship it was really only like 10 minutes yeah i mean i know i'm sorry we're gonna say yeah, I mean, I, like I it's totally cute that you do you the whole there. like it's okay, it's cute you know you do hold the whole like brushing you see the the relationship evolve, you know mm. they you go they go from their honeymoon phase to like, you know barely looking each other in the eye while they brush their teeth and, you know, you see their their conversations start to break down and they 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 do that in a clever way of showing like the shapes of their conversation bubbles changing. Yeah, you know? and, and like I the think... speed at which you build them becomes faster. The retorts. right, and and then so when I was trying to think of that question, and you know, you know there was actually this is kind of completely off topic, but mm. uh, I think it was like an IGN podcast. Somebody on there was talking about they didn't like God of War because okay. they thought it was beautiful and amazing, but like it's such a narrative heavy game that if they for that story they rather just watch it on Netflix as opposed to having a game to play. 
And it made me think about this. So it's like, does Florence need to be a game as opposed to couldn't it just be a little short movie on YouTube and be as effective? But the little things you were bringing up, Dave, just now, it's what I kind of bring it up. It's like, no, I think it, it is more effective because it is a game. Because I thought the gameplay elements, as sparse as they are, do add just enough where mm. it adds another layer of depth. You were mentioning like the conversation pieces where yeah. it's a little puzzle things, but in terms of how many pieces and the shapes of the pieces reflect how easily their conversations are going. Yeah. Um, you mentioned like the moving in and out and stuff. Like I thought it was interesting. It's like there's not enough spaces to put his stuff. So you need to mm. take things away and you're now making the decisions. What's important to Florence or my idea of Florence, mm. what to put in there. And yeah. then when that relationship kind of breaks apart, you're making those things, you are pulling those objects now back. Like, it's just that level of immersion that's not super deep because, yeah. you know, there's brushing your teeth. But I thought all those little pieces together mm. were just enough to make me feel like this would not have meant as much if I just watched it. I also, part of it that bothered me was how much it felt like, like a millennial's pipe dream. <laughs> Go on, no, I told you what you mean. You know, because it's like, oh, I have this boring job, but maybe if I met this right person, I would pursue my dream of being an artist, and that could totally be a successful career for me. Is that the way you inter- like? I didn't interpret I, it like I that. I didn't take it that way either. I did. So, because she's got a real job, right? Quote unquote. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> you know, and she's probably successful at it, but she's not happy, right? Right. She's she's depressed. She's, you know, her mom keeps pestering her about what is she going to do with her life? What, when is she going to, I can introduce you to this guy. You know, there's no sense of fulfillment in this job and, and her life. And mm. then um, she meets Chris, who's like, he's like the, the male equivalent of the, of the pixie dream girl, you know? It's fair. And then well. she just him, oh, you can do your art thing. You were good at that. Why don't you do this? And then she starts out, she realizes she is good at it, she's happier again. And what's nice is, even after he leaves, she still she still has that. You know? Yeah, she grew as a person. Through the relationship, but I think an important thing to kind of point out is, you know, he, because as being as a, mm. a musician, that this is where yeah. he's passing, and he is kind of hesitant to join school, and she kind of encourages him to do that. And he brings up the art thing, but she never picks it up until he leaves. No, much. she starts painting while he's... While they yeah, but not together. like seriously. Yeah, because I remember him. specifically there's that one scene where she's like a hobbyist at that point. Yeah, and it's like sitting on her desk and stuff gets stacked on it. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought was just a nice touch. Like Dan, what did you think of like as the term of the relationship and her her relationship with Chris and then like her relationship with her art? Like, did you see as what what kind of what were your thoughts on that? Well, that specific note, I I liked that whole relationship to it because she was pushing him so hard to do his dream and it wasn't working out the way he was imagining it and i like that like when you had to draw like you would be presented with the what he thought he was going to get himself into and then you have to rub off that dream and see what it is and it's him exhausted it's him Mm. not feeling like he's getting anywhere Mm. and Mm -hmm. those those touches were the whole game to me did you feel like that um that they were trying to show the mirror relationship of what um, an Asian mom would be like. Cause she's doing, she's pushing the same pressures that were put on her growing up. She's now doing to him. I, I felt like, like I felt like that was I, what, what they were trying to go for a little bit. I totally did not interpret that 
in the same way. That's interesting. No, like, I... I saw it as he was, because when you think about it, it's like, okay, so he's now in this music school, he's pursuing his craft, mm-hmm. and it's not all sunshine and roses. Like, it's mm-hmm. hard. It mm-hmm. actually makes me think of a lot of, um. oh, God, what was that movie called? Oh, it's made days about jazz drummers. Oh. Hmm? Um, Whiplash? Oh. No. Do you guys ever see Whiplash? No. No, can't I, say I have. I won't get into super details of it, but it sneaky top ten for me. <laughs> and it's about literally a jazz... It's a, it's a kid who's going to music school for college for jazz drumming. I don't care anything about jazz drumming. But what I loved about the movie was it was such a non... No BS, no frills, and it kind of points to what Dave points out towards the ending, which I totally understand that it is this kind of rosy picture of like follow your dreams, and look how happy it can make you. And it's like she gave, yeah. she pursues her art and she gets to open her art studio. Like I totally get that, and I, yeah. I think that is a valid criticism. But what I liked about that movie Whiplash was in this kid's pursuit of being like a great drummer, mm-hmm. it completely wrecks his life. Like he, he loses relationships. He like, he gets into, it goes into some really dark places okay. and he's willing to ruin his life to be great at this. And that's what made me with that little one scene where he's like really stressing over his instrument is, you know, it's, it's great that he's pursuing this, but like pursuing your dreams, your passions, it's not always easy. It's not always, you know, pleasant. Like, if you really, like, if you really, if it was always fun, like, we would all do it. Mm. But it's, it's, realistically, it's, like, it's really, really difficult. And you really need to, like, even start sacrificing things in your life mm-hmm. to be great. And it's the, kind of the question is, like, is it worth the, the going through all these things to achieve that? And so for, I, what I really liked about that scene was I thought it was such a realistic portrayal. It's, like you know, these things aren't going to be hard. It, you know, it's not all, oh, I have my music and I have my girl and everything's great. It's like, no, it's, it's, it's going to suck sometimes. Yeah. And I just like that, at least for his angle, that they showed that where with her, I didn't even ever get that vibe. She ever struggled with it, really. Like, it's like, it's kind of like, you you just watched it recently. You just watched La La Land, right? Yeah. It's kind of, it's similar to me, except yeah. in, in different directions. You know, you lose the relationship, but they they both go on to be successful, but they can look back on the relationship and how how great it was, and it mm. got them to where they are now. But right. that's, you know. Yeah, and I think, like, trying to go back with the idea, it's like the rosy picture of it. Like, mm. yeah, I think it is a very rosy picture of it, but at the same time, it's like, isn't that what it's supposed to be about? It's like when you're pursuing your dreams, it's because you're hoping that your dreams are going to be the thing that makes you happy. And yeah. actually, I thought that was an interesting thing about where this this game ended up because, you know, although it is a love story, they don't end up together yeah. in the end. Yeah. But she ends up in such a better place because through the experiences, like you were saying, of this relationship, it gave her the courage or at least the drive to yeah. pursue the thing she's really into. And I thought that was just such a, yeah, I thought that was a really cool message that, you know, it is is a good message. And I'm sorry if if I'm being a downer about it. I just feel like how typical. (laughs) Right. No, I I totally get that. I mean, Dan, what do you think? Like, are we being like, did you, were you put off by the end how successful she was in the end? I love this whole game. I don't know. I hate to say that I love this whole game, but only because I was, I was going to say this way earlier. I put it down often. 
I didn't play it for more than uh, five minutes at a time or so. So I beat it like over the weekend rather than in one sitting. And I feel like that made me think more about it in between play sessions. And I built it up to be bigger than it was possibly. Because I I would go back to it all. That's how I read comics too. Like if I'm reading like a trade, uh, it'll... Sorry, the cat is now screaming at me. Uh, you hear that? Yeah. Um, I'll put it down like a third of the way through, and then I'll continue it. And then, like in between, I'm thinking like, "Wow, that one scene! Oh, that other scene!" So I think that might have had an effect on how I enjoyed this game. Okay. Because it felt like a more it felt like a, like longer, a longer experience approach to it. Yeah, that's I interesting. felt like I was ingesting it for longer, so I had more time to think. Oh man, that that scene where she's brushing her teeth and he's there, and then mm. she's not with him like oh that that's that sucks like mm. i just had more time to think about those things so going back to i guess the way they portrayed people's dreams uh i think it was realistic until it had to become a movie um the the realistic part being like she put her you know art set on top of bills and under bills and it became lost in her life a little, little too on the nose right it's perfect like that happens to me with writing that happens to me with Mm. like whenever i try to do my videos or our stuff like life gets in the way and then that was the realistic part and then it had to become a movie to give her a happy ending because she because she no longer had a relationship with krish so she had they had to give her a win and i mean they could have done that a few ways but i think the most like bring it back around way would Mm. be like well now she's got her passion and hers worked out Mm. So, well, I, 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 you know, I, I feel like we're all harping on that point too, because we would like, like, realistically, probably she would not be super successful in her art. <laughs> but I think, so, like, what I took away from that whole thing was I did appreciate that, and I, I, there, I think there's a lot of familiar I, DNA with like, this, and did, like, f- just to inter- interject, to, do you think I would have? I don't know if I would have, but would do you think you would have thought better of it? If it ended with her trying to um, have an art career, like it didn't take not her like, the whole way through. Not like knowing she's that it was going to be sick. Like, because therefore it's like she's chasing her dream and whatever. Yeah. Even you if it I mean? showed like, her going to work, thinking about her art, like going to her regular job, and then like you see a little art bubble come up, and then like you enter it, and then she's well, painting one you... f- painting, and then that's like she made, she does it in her off time. Like, this is part of her life now. Like that would like be, she yeah like, I I, I cool. feel like we're we're being a little harsh on that, but I actually agree exactly what Dave said. I think it would have seemed for a game that is kind of pining itself as kind of a realistic portrayal. I think that would be a more realistic outcome. And, 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 and it then makes like me you can of, interpret like who knows and like that's kind knows? of the beauty of it. Like she's got the courage to do it, right? You know and that that that's the important thing, and like that's where yeah. her happiness is coming from. Unless and they're, I, unless they thought it would be more impactful into into pushing people to pursue pursue their dreams to show well, someone ha- else having success at it. I I think it comes back to that idea of like your source of happiness, which is one of the big things I liked about this game that it got the message across that you know I think for a lot, especially for a lot of young people, it's like we get into our heads the idea that. You know, life is that hard. Life is, is sad. Happiness comes from finding love mm. from somebody, and for some people it does. But mm. I think 
And it, it may reminds me of uh, one of my other favorite movies of all time, 500 Days of Summer, which this game got compared to a lot. Yeah. And what I really liked about that movie was it showed the great arc of a relationship. But yeah. in the end, what I took away from that thing was this big message of you need to make yourself happy first. And that is the thing that's going to propel you forward as opposed to you driving or getting yeah. that happiness from another person and then you being kind of like dependent on it. And the same thing with this game, like Chris, 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 kind of like gave her some happiness. Things fell apart. It was very sad. But from the void that he left, it made her realize that I need to make myself happy. I'm not going to find that from somebody else. Mm. And that is what eventually pushed her through. So, like, mm. I thought that was just, like, a really... from Although well, the ending was very Sunshine and Roses, like, I th- I still like that takeaway of this is one that's just, like, a cookie-cutter love yeah. story. This was mm. a realistic portrayal of the pursuit of happiness and what it sometimes takes to do. You have to kind of, like, seek it out yourself. Was was there any one gameplay element that you really liked or that really stuck out to you? Stuck out to me that the one where things are falling apart. Hmm. Um, and I think it's I forget it's a picture it's a picture of them holding each other. Oh. And you need to put the pieces of them together oh, to see tough. the image. But they keep drifting apart. So, so it's slowly. like it's so slowly, so it's like every time you try getting a piece in, it's there, and by the time you get back to it, it's drifted away. Yeah. And again, I just thought that was such a smart. Yeah, there were a lot of thing. little smart things there. There was a, there was one where like I think it had to do with the clock, and you can move it forward. Mm-hmm. You could also move it back. Yeah. Yeah. And like, cause you could, and I I played with that for like a good five minutes. Yeah, just to kind it's of see like, how world the different frames you can get. To. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. and you can see her with her friends, and then they're less close, and then they're even less close, and then she's on her own. I was like, oh, right. that's shot through and the that little like, yeah, like the levels, like you can kind of go back, but you have yeah. to always go forward. Yeah, you can't progress unless you go to the last frame where she's alone <laughs> and her friends are not in her life anymore. Right, crushing. So crushing. And so, what about you, Dan? Was there another one? My favorite gameplay element. I was gonna say that the drifting pieces, because mm. uh-huh. I I was like, I understood what it was immediately, mm. and I was like, this is this is rough. But this is rough. This, that I think was smart. I like sure. the musical notes. That was cute. Mm. He had to tap mm-hmm. musical notes on the way, and and the one they had a good way of progressing. Like as you started a new like the puzzle mm. pieces, but mm. it was like a downward progression. Like. That one impressed me because I was like, oh, man, the conversation's getting easier. It used to be eight pieces, and now it's two. We're getting along right. super great. We're going to be so And there's cute. that one. It's just one. Yeah. It's just like, boop, there you yep. go. Like, look at that. Easy yeah. as peasy. So that was a lot of little things mm-hmm. in this game just really made it come together. And it's just cute symbolism all over the place. Just like, yeah. that, like that. Like, that's representing how easy it is to talk to him. You know? Yeah. And, now, I, and I thought now it's hard. all these things yeah, <laughs> all together, like I think the length really then played a role in it because none of these things overstay their welcome. They don't yeah. become so repetitive that it becomes stupid. Like mm. this game, as much as I would have loved more of it, it is really the perfect length where, you know. Mm. Yeah, I couldn't you know, see it being longer. Yeah, yeah. it's just like it, it hit, it, everything stayed as long as it needed to. And, you know, it's short, little simple, but I must say like from when you compare like amount of time played to amount of thinking about it, like... I definitely have thought about this game way more like mm-hmm. the, of my 30 45 minutes of playing it those 34 30 to 40 minutes I've thought about more than a lot of 30 to 40 minute segments mm-hmm. of playing games like I thought it just was very impactful for what it did um so I guess to start wrapping it up I think I actually want to start with Dave because I think from this conversation Dave was the 
the, the, the most, most negative. negative. The most turbulent, I, however. Cause I just, like... I just think like with the space I was, I was in at the time when I was playing it, probably, and I just felt like it was too positive. Even though like it's, it's kind of about a relationship and a breakup. I was just like, like every, yeah, sure, of course, everything just works out for her. I was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> <laughs> so you were just looking for more. I just felt like they, they were there was a lot of realism in the relationships here and like it, it like it was so based and rooted in reality to give you such like this pipe dream ending I wasn't crazy. So about. it really comes down to the ending though. If yeah. you think if she just started painting again, your perspective would have totally shifted. Yeah, I think so. Interesting. That is very interesting. <laughs> what about you, Dan? Final final words. I, I was I was fine with all the stuff. I, I give stories that like flexibility to be like happy movie, glowy at the end there i like like with the last jedi like i i accepted some of the like hollywood decisions they made because it mm-hmm. is on the hollywood stage so i think i apply i the think same in general see to that in general i prefer i prefer things that are open-ended right yeah. that's see it would have been really i was thinking about this as you were talking about your opinion on the ending what if they showed that whole scene of her being super successful but it zooms out, and she's thinking about it while she's at work. Oh. But, like, you see her easel or something. You see her easel, like, next to her, like, used recently. So the implication that's, like, she's made the decision. She is painting, but, but she's thinking about that success. But, yeah, I mean, I had overall good feelings about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely the 500 Days of Summer of the App Store. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I mean, and the you? art's adorable. Oh, yeah. We didn't art's, even talk about that. Fantastic. The art's amazing. It's great. Yeah, art's fantastic. Right, like, right now, that's why I showed you guys. Like, right now, like, my, my lock screen is Christian Florence. Like, it's beautiful. Um, <laughs> this I love this game. Like, this, you know, I've, I've generally been always down on mobile games. The third one I tried, and the other two did not love. This was the first game. I was like, this is an excellent game. Didn't overstay its welcome. Mm-hmm. Super smart gameplay mechanics like this is a game and like dan you mentioned it earlier like this is a game i want to tell people who don't play games like this is a great game like mm-hmm. this is this shows things that why you know why we do this podcast why video games are able to make us feel things that just watching a movie sometimes or reading a book can't because mm-hmm. of our immersion in it and the layers that the interactive the interactivity can give you um mm-hmm. so yeah i love this game awesome go 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 play it go play it it's awesome do it. It's a dollar ninety nine. Something cheap. Something whatever yeah, it is. It's, it's worth it's your worth time. More. It's worth your time. It's worth, and it's worth the time. Yeah. But. And I think everyone's gonna play it. Everyone will play it. That's not what I meant to say, but now it is. Everyone will play it. Everyone who plays it will apply their experiences to it immediately because yes. they don't personify the characters to a point where like I was I was identifying as Florence. She is an Asian girl. Mm. Yeah. I am not an Asian girl. But I was Florence when I played this game. So right, and I you just it, remember you, we all can like identify with that idea of like aren't when we, you first deep meet down somebody. Inside, huh? Aren't we all Asian girls? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, the question is, deep down inside, are we all winners of the Trivial Tastemaker? Which is no, not true. I am not a winner of the Trivial Tastemaker. So, final segment of the night. Kind of a pointless segment because we already know who's got the silver monkey. Yeah, but now I need to come out of the hole. That's true. You did win my right, dignity so. back. It's officially transitioned. Triple tastemaker. It's the trivia. Tastemaker, tastemaker, tastemaker. <laughs> we just all cough throat. Um, st- scoreboard, as we've discussed, Dave has three. Stupid. Because he stole a point from the E3 episode. Stupid. So he cannot lose at all. 
Um, I have one, and Dan mm-hmm. has zero, so it's really Stupid. it's a tie. For, it's so a for second place. It's a tie for. I mean, you know, you guys can win the uh, not silver monkey. I think this is all about now. This is all about getting momentum into next season. Okay. This is what it's about. Basically. How about how? Ooh, that would be interesting. Two points. Now I was going to say two points because I I thought about that. But that one, what I was going to say is I'll make this one worth two points, but then I get to compete. You know, so it's like I can I can smash you even more, or you guys can actually crawl your way out. I would like to defer this decision till after pod, yeah. especially to see if I won or not for yeah. the finale. The finale. But, but I was thinking um, maybe I'll I'll spot either of you guys this point towards next season. This guy's just throwing okay. points around. Well, he's got I so like many it. silver monkeys. I know. He's, yeah, he's like, ah, whatever. I won. Let me throw these kids a bone. He's flush with silver <laughs> I'm monkeys. I'm trying. All right. So, if I remember right, you guys have both played Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah. Oh, God. Ooh, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> so, <laughs> in Final like Fantasy... sounds like a maker. In Final Fantasy Tactics, there are many jobs that your characters can have. Oh, they are. Jobs or classes. Oh, no. I would like to see you guys do Concentration... Oh. On the Final Fantasy Tactics jobs, for those of you who don't oh, know what the crap. game concentration is, it is to see how many you guys can name without repeats or hesitations. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a graceful amount of time, like, you know, like 30 seconds or so. I mean, okay. Yeah. You for know, the record, buy, Dan, when was the last time you've played Final Fantasy Tactics? More recently than you think. Uh, oh boy! I haven't played it since I was like ten. My PlayStation Vita is a treasure trove of PlayStation One games. Now I know okay. there was a re-release, which there were um, Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. No, not Tactics Advance. Sticking with the original Tactics, but I'm oh. saying that there is the, the um, yeah, exactly. But they have alternate names for the classes. If you say one of these alternate names, I will count as both names, and I will reveal the other name. Wow! Okay. So that way, that just to be clear, works. that like. That that one is the same as this one. Okay. You know? All right. <laughs> Here we go, Dan. Who's going first? Well, since you played it sooner, I'm going to let you go first. Red Mage? Red Mage? You go home with that's the first one you went with, Red Mage? Yeah, I feel like I just wanted to. Uh, there is no Red Mage in Final Fantasy Tactics. <gasps> there was no Red Mage in Final Fantasy no, Tactics? There's no, there's no Red Mage in Final Fantasy Tactics. I'll give Dan a, re- a re-roll. <laughs> no, I... There's other mages, Dan. Pick one. I hate this podcast. <laughs> black mage. Okay. Yeah. The black era. mage, which is is also known as the wizard. That's is all. the red mage really not in Final Fantasy Tactics? I think you're thinking of something. I might be thinking of Tactics. You're Tactics thinking of advanced. like five. Is a red mage in? All right. So you, we have Final black Fantasy mage. Wow. I'm gonna go with my original point. Squire. Yes. Squire is the starting, starting class. bottom. Fighter. <laughs> Wait, what was that? Fighter. Fighter. Fighter? I know fighters. There's, there's also no fighter in tactics. Dan, you were the worst at this game. <laughs> Is that Dan, not the ultimate? I did. I lost. All right. I'm going to name. What a short. Let's, let's see how many you can name, Mark. Um, Knight. Yes. Lancer. A, yes. Archer. Lancer, also there's known a, as the Dragoon. There's a fighter. There is no fighter. Monk, maybe, is what you're thinking. Monk is correct. Uh, Samurai. Yes, the samurai. White the mage. Game. Yes, which summoner. is also known as the priest. Yes, the summoner. Priest. 
Yes, in the priest. The priest is the white mage. So. It's in advance. Um, it's in tactics advance. Yeah. I, is the red uh, mage in, in tactics advance? Do you want to? Do you want to start? Oh, do you want to start oh, over with tactics advance? Uh, no, no, no. Like, no, don't take I, away I my trophy. He's running out of the stadium. Red mage, Final Fantasy tactics advance. Oh, <laughs> my knowledge is skewed. It's okay. Is it really a red mage in, in advance? Look, no. right it's now. on the wiki. This game might have been. I'm on the Wikipedia right now. There she is. Yeah, there Wait. is. In Tactics Advance, yes. It's a fighter and a so red mage. Oh, what a doofus. But what was the second? The fighter is not a thing. Fighter no, is in fighter Tactics is a second, Advance. Fighter is a secondary job in, in Tactics Advance. <laughs> well, this game no, it doesn't, off it the doesn't count. very poorly. It doesn't count anyway, because he was talking about Final Fantasy Tactics and its re-release. That is the rule. Yeah. I will not... I guess that was the rule. I, I, I mean, I'm not going to complain. I'll take the point. I remember liking the samurai a lot. Mm -hmm. Which classes was your favorite, Mar Dan? Yeah, don't ask me because I want to know. I want to know what you're oh, you in, know in general. Yeah, I like the red mage and the fighter a lot. Um, I like the jump and the dragoon. The thief was that cool. Was awesome. With backstab, right? Mm -hmm. I remember you can get cloud. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, you can, you can do omni slash. See, that's a genre. I don't understand why they don't make more games like that. Dude, like grid based turn-based RPGs. I think I I think I know one of my games will be an emulator game. I'll have to do it on an emulator, but it's a Game Boy Advance game called uh, Advance Wars. Oh, yeah. Advance Wars is knee-slapping good. That game is so good. I don't know Baby if we can do that or not. Why not? What, emulator? Well, Nintendo has a huge lawsuit against oh, a bunch of the sure emulator companies. Our, our great group of listeners. We won't tell. Us. We won't record that we're going to use an emulator. We're using, no, well, no. We're just as all hearsay. We're not using an emulator, Nintendo. If no, you're listening, what I mean is, we're going to emulate our good feelings out of the. He's got it. He's nailed. Oh God! It. I'm, sorry, I'm sorry my if my my test was too too rigorous for you. Too too. <sighs> Snapped in. Not rigorous. Too, rigorous for you. too too strict. I'm saying. No, it's no. I I get it. It's I'm gonna fair. take my point. And I'm gonna mm -hmm. say I, this is what I job. get for annihilation. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I get. You can blame it on the sickness. I I will. No. Down with the sickness. I say. You know what's useless what? medicine? Mucinex. Mucinex. You know what's also don't amazing? Don't sponsor us because I hate you. You don't work. Why? Wait. What is good? <laughs> Going on, because you're, it's not alleviating of you, you of your cold symptoms? I thought it was going to fix everything. No, Apparently the cold not. lasts like 10 days. The doctor literally said Mucinex doesn't do what you want it to do. I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> well, it doesn't, but listener, you do what we want you to do. You listen to the podcast, and we appreciate you. Thank you mm -hmm. very much for listening. <laughs> As always, rate and subscribe. If you like what we're hearing, tell your friends. You can find us on the usual places. Check out YouTube. We're releasing mm. videos. Sometimes <laughs> we get them up there. We're doing but it But they'll more. always be coming. We're trying. Uh, Facebook, come and, chat with and us. And what are we playing next week? There's only one game left. Yeah, that's right. The old I don't have to pick up my PlayStation to do it. We don't even need to boot the machine. No, we it's, don't. No, we know It's Rhyme. We're playing Rhyme. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about Rhyme. You should, I've been you waiting should to talk play about Rhyme listener, for if you are interested. Play Rhyme. Playing games that Come make with you us. feel things. Join us next time as we discuss Rhyme. But until then, kisses. We love you. Goodbye. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.